Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with another podcast. Thank you so much for downloading, subscribing, and as ever, make sure you leave us a little cheeky message because we'll probably read it out on Friday's podcast, Any Other Business. What can people expect from this show, Richie? Uh, a bit of a first in today's podcast. It's the first time in uh, the uh, the three and a bit weeks uh, that this show has been in existence that we have a competition. Uh, obviously, I'll just give you a heads up, you can't take part because it's happened, all right? Yeah. So don't even try and call. It's like that bit at the bottom of Strictly Come Dancing if you're watching it later on, don't try and vote the lines are closed if you're listening to this show on plus one yeah exactly but the reason we're still putting it in the podcast is because we want you to meet terry much like all our listeners did when the competition actually happened started off lovely sweet lady from swansea we had a little chat about the fact i used to go to university in swansea and she just was kind of as a lot of welsh people are bubbly and full of fun and life but unfortunately she turned out to be a chancer yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah. a chat. You actually described her as a scoundrel. I did, yeah, yeah. We don't have proof. We don't have, like, empirical proof that uh, something untoward was going on. We'll let you decide that for yourselves. But because Terry is a lovely lady, we'll let this one just go. Yeah. For so now. This is almost like a detective novel. Have a listen to <laughs> Terry, see what conclusions you can draw from the evidence in front of you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Look at that. What a start to the show. REM before that, James, you're listening to Home Time on Absolute Radio with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Kind of a 4pm frat party. <laughs> Richie, quite an eggy start to the show from you, saying that I ruined your life over the weekend. What's all that about then? Do you remember your comments, uh, the back end of Friday's show, uh, about the naming of Storm Callum? Generally, actually, the name Callum. You, you cast some dispersions on the name Callum. Callum sounds like someone who uh, is like, I don't know, a teenage girl's boyfriend, or <laughs> he drives a bit too fast in his car, or he works at Sports Direct. I wouldn't trust Callum with like a big responsibility, and I don't take him seriously necessarily as the name of a storm. Because you went through the other names of storms. I did. They're yeah, all quite yeah. well to do and studious yeah. and stuff, just not Callum. So I appreciate, obviously, that uh, some parts of the country have had a, a lot tougher weather than we've had here in the southeast. But yeah. you were talking about the name Callum. Come Friday, after your comments, it all fell apart for, for me personally. Oh, right? no. My train journey home on Friday evening took two hours. <sighs> it would normally take 40 minutes. Yeah. Why? Because a tree had blown onto the overhead lines... Because of Storm Callum. Because of Callum. Couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Got up on Saturday morning after the ordeal of getting home on Friday, thought, oh, it's a beautiful day today. It's a bit gusty, a but gusty. great day for drying weather, as my mum would have said. So yeah. put on two loads of washing. On it goes on the old whirly gig washing line. We go out for the day. Come back, whirly gig <laughs> washing line, bent at 90 degrees, broken. Yeah. It's all gone. Because of Callum. All because you tempted fate by dissing the name Callum. Do you think I invoked the gods? I think the, you did. The wrath of the gods because of Callum. And I feel really bad about this. I had no idea because I went for some beers after the show on Friday. So there I am, cut between our two different journeys. I'm like clacking pint glasses in your kind of, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. hanging in there stuck on Get some kind nowhere, of railway line. Yeah. Just got to pick you up on one thing that you've mentioned just there, though. Uh, you're going to need to clarify whirly gig for us. What is a whirly gig? <laughs> what what is a whirly gig? You know, the old rotary washing line thing. Have you got one of those in your house? Yes. Was it so? It was damaged by the storm. You damaged say? by? I've got to get a new one. Yeah. I, I've, honest to God, right? I have never seen one of those things since we had one in about like 1984 when I was a kid. <laughs> Genuinely, we had one in our little house in Trowbridge, but I just thought it was something off of the 80s. No way! I bought this brand new, 60 quid. So it wasn't there when you got into your house and moved I in. I invested in a whirly gig. <laughs> 
I remember back in the day when we used to go over to my nan and granddad's house in Liverpool in Norris Green. You remember you used to have your photo taken in the garden? All of our photos of me and my cousins <laughs> in the back garden. Whirly gigs in the well, there's a whirly gig in their garden as well. It's the I, last time I saw one. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if there wasn't an episode of Terry and June <laughs> where Terry got caught up in a whirly gig or something or other, that's for sure. It is an amazing thing, but from a time gone by, I when <laughs> when you mentioned it, I just thought, oh, Richie, because you bought a house that you're renovating and stuff. Yeah. I just thought it was left there from like a slightly creepy, distant previous owner. No, went out and bought it. Going to have to buy a new one after this one got savaged over the weekend. If you follow Richie on Twitter, have a little look at his bereft bent over is that savable because of the storm no 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 it's completely gone it's gone to the tip already yeah I feel like Callum's done you a favour maybe Callum (laughs) wasn't so bad after all But is it still a thing we've been asking on text? Uh, yes, Whirly Gig Clotheslines, very much a thing, says Alex on text. Uh, rotary dryer, best thing ever, as the Geordie says, a canny drying day, why I, says Lorene. You can turn that accent in right now. <laughs> uh, what have we got here? Lukey says, tumble dryer all the way, more hygienic and avoids all the pollution getting on your clothes, Sir Richie. Jack and Stevenage has just blown the whole thing's open, <laughs> saying they are Australia's finest invention. R- what? The Whirly Gig is an Australian invention? I'll give you that. The name sounds a bit Australian. They've got a nickname for everything. But they didn't invent them, did they? I'm going to look into that over the next ten minutes. You're listening to Absolute Radio, the nation's number one radio station from Whirly Gig Chat. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Oh, my mind is honestly blown. I just didn't think people had these things anymore. They, they for me, are like, you know, if you watch Stranger Things and it's full of stuff from a, a bygone era. Yeah. It's like that. It really is like that. But apparently, whirly gigs are a thing. Do we get any clarification on whether there's an Australian inventor? Uh, Hills Hoist. It was... Uh, is that his in- name? <laughs> It was uh, patented uh, by a bloke called Gilbert Twine. It is an Australian thing. And do you know what? Wow. They have they have really uh, mushroomed into something big. Matt in Surrey is recommending, well, he calls it the, the Brantia Lift-O-Magic. I've actually found it. It's the Brabantia Lift-O-Matic. <laughs> Lift-O-Matic. Silver outdoor rotary area. Let, let, let's be the final word on it. Guess the price. What, is this like a luxury version of it? I'd say this is this is your Rolls-Royce of Whirly Gig washing lines. Is it? 50 metres drying space. That is a big amount of drying space. Is this better or worse than the one that you've recently had destroyed by Storm Callum? Uh, I'd say this is better. Better. I wouldn't expect this to bend. No more than 20 quid. £75. You are joking. (laughs) We're in the wrong game. We are in the wrong game. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Kaiser Chiefs on Home Time Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Uh, Richie, can I commend you on the lovely photo of you and your boy having some quality time this morning in your <laughs> lounge, shimming his little uh, bouncer thing. Very Thank cute. you. Yes, yes, I put a, a picture up on Twitter earlier today uh, of... Uh, it was kind of the first day of 
daddy daycare, really. Proper daddy daycare. Yeah, proper, as in my wife's gone off out all morning, back at lunchtime for me to come into work. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, just the two of us at home. We survived. We had a good little morning together. But I did, for some of the morning, put him in... I think the actual name for it is it's, it's a jumperoo. Oh, I love those things. They're so good. I don't think kids realise how lucky they are with some of the kit that they get to use. And then, I mean, I'm always telling my eight-year-old this, that just enjoy being a kid, because when you're an adult, everything's dead serious and boring. Huge. Enjoy it while you can. So if, you I mean? if you can't picture this, it's uh, it's like a circular thing uh, with uh, almost like a pair of pants that you might sort of put the baby then into. Like Wallace and Gromit. But it's suspended on springs, yeah. and the baby can just jump around, and it's got this sort of, like, tray of toys that the, the circular panted basket might be able to move around in. That's about the best way I can describe Circular it. Circular panted basket is definitely the sentence of the week so far. <laughs> but like, I, I just love the fact that Rocco there in the background, in, the, in your photo, he's just got a collection on his little mini table that he's yes. bouncing around of, of, say, five things that he would probably want to just entertain himself oh, with. Oh, loving his life. And I just think they should they should bring out adult jumperoos. I would love that. Imagine, imagine that, folks. If you've had a horrible, hard day in the office today, or your back hurts, you've been on your feet or whatever. Imagine that. You get a pair of pants that are on springs and a desk <laughs> attached to it and you can have any five <laughs> items but even any three items what are they going to be adult jumperoo if we're going to pitch this at some point in dragon's den 8 12 15 why what items would you have on there the home time podcast with bush and richie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Soon to be on, I guess, Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den, I think we are standing on the very brink of a couple of million each, mate, on this. Uh, adult jumperoo. You've seen kids in those little bouncer things with a little desk. Underpant on a pair of uh, springs that they can sit in and bounce. The, you know, Do the knee movement now. It makes you feel so much better about yourself as well. Yes. Little bounce. It's, I'm, I'm becoming more aware of the gut, I've got to be honest. <laughs> but, um... but you can bounce around these little things and then you've got a desk with some items on it. And my question for this, in the prototype that we will definitely have to make to take the dragon's den uh, what three items are on the mini desk immediately obviously i go to food and drink yeah me too i was thinking the more i've thought about that i'm not sure that that's practical for two reasons first of all if you've got like a cup holder it's one of your items on the adult jumperoo yeah you start jumping the liquid's going everywhere if i put a food holder a little bowl of twiglets i was thinking cashews cashews Um, once again that's going if you're bouncing too frantically and secondly the babies aren't going to get this, but as an adult, particularly at the age of 41, bit of indigestion. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, and we've just been trying to prototype, workshop a little bit, this idea that's just popped up during the, the course of this show, an adult jumperoo. Imagine that, but what items are on the little mini desk thing that you've got? Lee in Essex, really buying into this. He goes with adult jumperoo. Number one, can of Stella. Yes. That's <laughs> very starting. Number two, bag of flaming Hot mix-ups. Good lad. Number three, the Sky Remote. Perfect. Number four, a whistle for attracting attention <laughs> if number one runs out. Just to uh, refer back, that was the can or if Stella. you go on your side, because yeah. it's very hard to correct yourself, Definitely. isn't it, if you turn over one of those. And then number five, a share bag of Maltesers. Brilliant. We'll take this to the printers and get it sorted out <laughs> later on. Love it. Thank you for that. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Let me just let me just explain what happened yesterday because I just got myself into a bit of bother and I wasn't expecting it. Right, I was watching the NFL on the telly. I love American football and it's always brilliant when they come to Wembley. But as it as if you were in the London area yesterday, you'll have noticed it was absolutely tipping down. Yeah. And sometimes when it rains really badly in American football games, it turns it into a bit of a quagmire because the pitch churns up and it gets muddy. So I thought to myself, why haven't they closed the uh, roof at Wembley Stadium? Why don't they close, <laughs> close the roof? And then I backed off it a bit and thought, oh no, maybe they've kept the roof open because they. They kick the ball a lot higher in American football. <laughs> and it might go into the car park. And I thought, no, that's ridiculous. It's a really high roof. So then I put it on Twitter and I just got absolutely destroyed from people saying that, uh, you know, what are you talking about? Am I fishing? A lot of people accused me of fishing for trying to, like, wind people up. I said, I'm not winding people up. I thought Wembley had a roof. Wembley had a roof as far as I was concerned. Wembley has a roof. No, it, it's, I, it's not about had. It's not blown off. Or something. No, no, a lot Wembley of, has a roof. A lot of people saying, no, 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 no. Wembley does not have a roof. Right. As I see it, yeah. you, you are getting confused and mixed up with what was called the Millennium Stadium, now the Principality Stadium in Cardiff, which yeah. has a fully closing roof across the pitch, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because they come out in the morning and they think, oh, it's going to rain later on, we've got a big game on, let's just put the money in the meter and close the roof. That's what I thought they had at Wembley. No, they don't have that at Wembley. Right. But what they do have at Wembley is they have retractable parts of the roof okay. at either end of the ground. So you're getting... <laughs> you've probably seen that at some point and getting confused about that, but at no point ever okay. has the whole roof shut. So it's not Wembley. really got a proper roof then, it's just... Of course, it's got a roof. That's more of a ridge. Every football stadium in the country's got a roof. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. That's a ridge. If it doesn't completely connect in the middle, <laughs> it's, it's not, a ridge. That's not a ridge. It's a really expensive awning. It's, that's what it is. A really expensive awning. It's not. It's it's a roof. You see, I, can I just say as well? Last night, because this this was argue uh, this argument was rumbling on on Twitter. I still don't feel like I've had an actual proper explanation of whether Wembley has a roof or not. To be honest with you. To be honest with you, Richie Firth. After Jesus Jones, yes. I will get out a whiteboard and a marker pen and I will explain this to you. I look forward to that. Back to the Absolute Radio 90. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. The best thing ever to come out of Bradford-on-Avon. Jesus Jones on Hometime. Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It's a Monday. It's quarter past five. We we'll hope you're doing all right. Got diagrams going on here. I have never in my career spent a song doing a drawing on a whiteboard rather than concentrating on what I'm about to say next. So look, I thought Wembley Stadium had a roof. I tweeted about it uh, yesterday during the NFL game, getting a lot of stick from people saying, "Of course it doesn't." Wembley Stadium does have a roof, but you are confusing it with a roof that might go fully across the pitch to stop the pitch from getting wet. Why wouldn't you? Though you remember how expensive Wembley was. Why wouldn't you just get that bit? built on there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, a, what, an extra 20 quid if you're going to boil it down? Because, and... very quickly, at the risk of sounding like an episode of QI, Go on. what Wembley've done is very, very qu- uh, very clever. Primarily, a football stadium. What's football played on? A pitch. Oh, grass. grass. All right. <laughs> I, was, I came so close to swearing just then. I have to tell you, I'm getting really frustrated. <laughs> what does grass need to grow? Water. And soil. And sunshine. <laughs> and sunshine. And sunshine. <laughs> okay. So here's my whiteboard diagram of Wembley Stadium. Look at that picture. 
Okay. You're like a really aggressive supply teacher. Thank you very He's much. Really at it. So you've got the football pitch here. Either end, these bits here are retractable bits of roof. Uh, Richie has drawn Wembley Stadium on a whiteboard that we normally use to plan the show, and it is quite a good picture of Wembley. That's thank you very see. much. So behind the goal, they've got retractable bits of roof that, during a game or a sporting event, would be covered up to keep the football fans dry. At any other time, those bits of roof retractably go back to allow sunshine onto the pitch. To to grow. I don't want this to kick off. I'm just going to read Chris from High Wycombe's tweet to you, okay, Richie, and we'll go to a break and we'll come back and maybe chat about it some more. He says, Richie, it's not a roof, it's covered seating. There's a big difference. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, so it seems that I've always thought that Wembley Stadium had a closable roof. Closable roof being the operative phrase here. Uh, and I guess this kind of leads on to things that you always thought. It's weird that you can go through life thinking something, and until someone corrects you, uh, then that is just what you think, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, And it can yeah. get quite far into later life, not realising yeah. something. So if, you, if the penny has only dropped for you recently on something... Let us know about it now. And there's some interesting stuff coming in here. Stu says, I always thought that Freddie Flintoff and Andrew Flintoff were brothers. Until no l- way! Until last year. But no it's a good point. Way. Why do they call him Freddie Flintoff? Freddie I had a problem Flintstone, with this. Because uh, uh, Freddie, yes. as I'm going to call him, because that's who he is, I yeah. love him, he's a big lad, uh, as was Fred Flintstone. So it's, that's, that's where it's all sort of connected up for Call him, him Freddie Flintstone then, not Freddie Flintoff. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm with Stu on this. Gordon says, for years I thought Chevy Chase was actually the other half of Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Completely shocked when I found out it wasn't. And then Linda says, I always thought Carly Simon was married to Paul Simon. Wow. That is amazing, isn't it? Mine's a little bit niche from the history books. I always thought Napoleon was short. Well, he is, he is isn't he? Or was, no, wasn't he? No, no, no. Napoleon, same height as me, five foot seven. Wow, so there's been some like almost historical misinformation he's going on there. He's had bad rep. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Daisy, lovely Daisy, the producer of the Frank Skinner Show here at Absolute Radio and Rock and Roll Football, has got in touch to say, it's like mum and dad arguing over map directions. Please agree to disagree. Uh, this is because Andy thought that uh, Wembley had a fully retractable roof. It doesn't. Uh, it's what... got an expensive awning, according to Richie. <laughs> uh, what did you think turn out to be true? Jake and Eltham actually has texted uh, eight twelve fifteen. I'm kind of in a similar boat to Jake on this one. I found out recently that raisins are dry grapes and don't come from a raisin what did tree. You think they, what did you think they were? Like they, they started out as little tiny... I just thought raisins were a thing. But I only really discovered what raisins were when I started feeding the kids them when they were like toddlers. So you would thought raisins were born like that, essentially. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Errol says, I always thought Roy Orbison was blind, which I did as well. I've just Googled it now. He isn't blind, wasn't blind. No. Well, the glasses for a bit of a laugh. Yes. Unbelievable. It was a look. Roy, I feel misled completely. Uh, Craig says, as a kid, I thought cats were the females and dog were the males. Same with horses and cows. <laughs> horses being the male ones. Oh, my God. Also getting a lot of clogs still on uh, the whole height of Napoleon. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> it's a different show, different slant this. I didn't want to go there, but I think it's the elephant that's in the room. And that's not me slagging you off again. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Firth on a Monday night here on Absolute Radio. 
Two fellas just trying to give it their best shot. I can't believe it. A week tomorrow is Bush and Ritchie's big pub quiz. Uh, Tuesday the 23rd of October at the Counting House in Bank. We wanted to put someone on uh, to celebrate Absolute Radio's 10th birthday because we felt like we just drank lager and didn't do much during exactly the gig. exactly what we did. Uh, and we're getting, the teams are filling up fast, aren't they? Uh, yeah, last week we met Gianluca. You may remember he was uh, a teacher getting some of his colleagues along in a team. There was a student nurse, Ella, mm-hmm. and all her fellow student nurse, I. Uh, Chris, who uh, wrote us a poem to get in. Can't remember what the rest of his uh, makeup of the team was. Uh, Emma, she was the professional Christmas decorator. Oh, yeah. That She's getting a team together. And uh, Joe, who I think was our, our, our second teacher. So that's who we met, uh, our little rabble from last week. It's going to be a brilliant night. Watch this space this week for some of the rounds that we're going to be coming up with. Mm. Oh, once we finally get around to working now, it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if you you know, if you want to apply to be online, uh, to be out there on the night, we'd love to see you. Just go to our website, absoluteradio.co.uk slash win. Uh, let's go and speak to another team captain and say hi to Aaron Kelly. Hello, Andy. Hello, Richie. Hey, good to have you on. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, no worries. Tell us about your team then. What, have you got a team name for your pub quiz team? Um, yeah, I think the, the team, uh, team name would be Bush, I've got the answer. Or, or Bush, we've got the answer, because there's no Ivan team. Um, yeah, Bush, we've got the answer, and I think you'll probably find out why in a little bit. I've, uh, I've got a little tune for you. It's got a on tune. That, it's got on a that, tune. this is what has caught our eye. Um, I love the fact that, so so what Aaron has done is he has rewritten the lyrics to Rhythm is a Dancer. Do you remember this song? Yeah. School disco. A fine song, but you've rewritten the lyrics to this, which is great. It's very creative, but doesn't really give us any indication as to whether you're any good at pub quizzes whatsoever. But it's the criteria that we're working from in terms of entry to the quiz. Aaron, uh, let's hear your version of Rhythm as a Dancer. Off you go. Push, I've got the answer. Trust me, I'm no chancer. Other teams better beware. Richie reads the choices, I'll order Sambuca's, general knowledge disappears. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Man, that is so good. I trust that you like Sambuca. Yeah, you've got what a wonderful voice Aaron has got. It's the voice of an angel. Zambuca doesn't really uh, rhyme with reads the choices. That was the one thing I would take you up on. But, hey, it's brilliant work, Aaron. Well, um, it, I mean, yeah, I, I sort of threw it together in about two minutes. I didn't actually uh, expect on singing it to well, such a big audience. Well, listen, do you fancy your chances? I'm, I'm seeing here that you haven't done a pub quiz in a long time. You got any form with this or what? Oh, you know, I've got... Um, yeah, I think, I think I stand a good chance, yeah. Got right, my, uh, OK. Got, got a good bit of music knowledge... Um, I'll probably take my girlfriend with me. She's got some good general knowledge. The other day she told me that it's illegal to eat fried chicken in Georgia with a, with a fork. So, uh... <laughs> hey, I'd be in loads <laughs> of trouble with knife and forkism. Aaron, <laughs> lovely to speak to you, my friend. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Football tonight. Northern Ireland away to Bosnia, Herzegovina. England away to Spain. Two big games in the interestingly named UEFA Nations League. Can I just say, I'm not having this. I'm not having it. I don't, first of all, I don't even know what it means. What does it mean? Does this replace like the European, European like. No, it's. You've still got the qualifiers for the European Championship once this is out the way. This is kind of like a a backup if you don't qualify through the old fashioned 
nation's roots. The name is absurd. The Nations League. It sounds like to me uh, an alliance of nations uh, on in like a sci-fi in future Earth. <laughs> yeah. Something threatens the Nations League. Do you know what I mean? Now the Weird. music they use for it as well could actually be quite appropriate for the sci-fi. So they've they've created a piece of music for the UEFA Nations League. You described this earlier on as what? It's my earworm at the moment. Earworm. Let's have a listen. I mean, this is so over the top. It's like a battle in heaven. (laughs) It's ridiculous. You have to remember... This is, I mean, this is Bosnia-Herzegovina versus Northern Ireland. It's, it's really not that, is it? They're going to be embarrassed walking out to this, I think. <laughs> They're trying to make it the Champions League thing, but, like, spice it up a little bit more. This, yeah. for me, is Channel 5's version of the Champions League thing. Bear in mind that it's working towards an incredible climax. It's your favourite bit. they will sing, The Nations League! And that is actually my earworm. Here we go. Here it comes. Somebody has been paid to create a piece of classical music that sounds old, but is only about six months old. That is one of the most overstated things I've ever seen in my life. And you know what England games are like during the week or whatever. Come on. You half expect Thor to appear. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. So, new action thriller... Hunter Killer is out on Friday, and to mark the release, we're giving away £1,000 every day this week. Uh, on the line, ready to play, we have the lovely Terry from Swansea. Hi, Terry. Uh, good, good evening. Good evening. Look, are you doing your best posh voice on the phone? Very formal. <laughs> good evening, <laughs> Richie yeah, and Andy. I thought it was the morning uh, listening to Richie. I get, still get confused. He gets confused as well, I'll be honest. It's dark outside. It's definitely the evening, <laughs> Terry. Uh, Terry, I love Swansea. I went to university in Swansea. Hendra Foyland Student Village. Lived on the Mumbles. What a great place it is. Uh, it is down there. I'm not... I'm not um, I don't live down that then, but it is a nice part of the world. Oh, right, where do you live then? <laughs> I live the other side of Swansea. <laughs> I feel you're splitting hairs a little bit of me giving Swansea a pat on the back, but that's fine. Let's not fall out. Let's not get confused about the uh, the logistics of Swansea because we've got a competition to make sure we all understand, Terry, OK? Yes. OK, yeah. So, let's explain things. You have the chance to win £1,000, but... There is a twist. We are going to ask you three general knowledge questions. One correct answer is worth £100. Two correct answers will get you £250. And all three answer correctly is worth £500. But, Terry, here's where it gets interesting, because no matter what you've won, you will then have the chance to gamble everything on one final question to win the full £1,000. Terry, are you ready? No, but uh, I'm going to have to be. <laughs> here we go. Listen, here we go. Right. Question number one, Terry. Coronation Street and Emmerdale are soap operas on which UK TV channel? ITV. Correct. Well done. £100. Question two. What is the capital of Spain? At Madrid. Correct. Hey, well done. Someone in our office absolutely stacked on that earlier on. (laughs) And he should know better. £250. Question three. Who wrote the Harry Potter book series? Uh, J.K. Rowling. Correct. Correct. 
Now that means you've got £500 there. Is that right, Richie Firth? It is, spot on. £500. At this stage, you've won yourself £500, Terry, and we're very pleased with you. However, I've got one final question we're about to give to you, which is worth the full thousand. If you get it right, you win a grand. Brilliant. Everyone's happy. Swansea will be in jubilation. Mm. But if you get it wrong, you lose the lot. But, you know, you can double your money. So, mm. do you want to gamble or stick what you've already won? Normally, I would gamble, but I'm shaking you. Is it going to be as easy as the last question? <laughs> <laughs> Insider knowledge there. It's not the toughest question in the world, is it, Richie? But I don't want to. No, we don't want to. It depends whether there. you know your music. I'm, well, what do you like with music, Terry? I do like music, so do you know what? I'm going to go for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Terry, we're all on your side. We are all on your side. Hundred <sighs> <sighs> percent. There's people just stopping what they're doing in Swansea and just listening now. Okay, Terry, this is your thousand pound question. Get it right, you win a thousand pounds. If you get it wrong, I'm afraid you put the phone down. You've won nothing. Okay. Sounds brutal, but it's true. It's just what it is. Right, okay, listen up, Terry, here we go. F-E-A-R is a single by which British musician? What's it called? F-E-A-R. Sometimes people call it fear. Gonna gonna need an answer from you, Terry. Um, I know know this one. Um, Is it out at the moment? No, it's not. I'm going to need an answer one way or the other from you, Terry. Come on. Um, I'm afraid... Ian Brown? Ian Brown? Yes. <laughs> Just in the nick of time, oh, Terry. Oh, I don't know where you snatched that from, but... I think I've got a good idea no, where she snatched idea. that from. <laughs> I'm getting so nervous. Oh, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by hook or by crook. By hook or by crook. A thousand pounds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry, I think we are happy for you. Well, oh, God, thank you. I was going to say Lily Allen or him, and then I thought, I don't think you play much Lily Allen. No, God, no. God bless the internet, Terry, I tell you what. <laughs> Lily Allen to Ian Brown, what a jump. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Hi, the lovely Jew and Matt Whittle. Listening in the car whilst gallivanting around Devon. They love Tina so much. And Nat says, just driving over with my kids. I've uh, got Absolute Radio on in the background, as always. My seven-year-old informs me he loves listening to Butch and Ricky. I would happily rename the show that. Meanwhile... <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> right, got some tech news for you today. Uh, Snapchat, not oh. a platform that I'm on. I don't, I don't understand it. Is that the one where you send a picture to someone and they've got a minute to look at it and then it disappears? About that, yes. Why would you do that? <laughs> Good question. Well, a lot of people have been questioning it because between April and June, their number of daily active users dropped by 3 million for the first time in their history. Wow. It's the first time ever that they had a drop. So if you're sat there at Snapchat Towers, you're thinking, we've declined for the first time in our history. How do we save Snapchat? How do we jazz it up a little bit? They've announced what they've done. Okay. You can now use their selfie filters on cats. Oh, God. 
What? So, <laughs> the three million people drop, they've kind of thought, right, how do we save this? So you can now decorate your cat with hats or glasses or a slice of bread. Oh. I mean... <laughs> it's just, you know, some, I, I feel like I'm sort of hanging in there by the coattails <laughs> of modern life. Occasionally, <laughs> something like this happens, you just think, I don't understand anymore. Like I said, I knew today's was going to make people angry. It makes me feel angry even telling you this news. Can I go one stage further, to maybe to make people even more angry? But this is an interesting point. I think people are now so crazy about their pets they've taken it to the next level am i right in thinking that pets and the people love pets more now than they've ever done it's to the point where they take photos of them dressing up and stuff i think it's go on good. social media with them Do you i know think what I mean? it's good to love animals yeah definitely. definitely but i think it is important to remember they are animals just boundaries well. that's all we're after <laughs> don't want to cause any trouble richie you got a good point If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, there you go, that's another podcast. I feel bad that we've properly laid into the Nations League, but I do think we've got a point. that The Nations League! It's a bit too much, isn't it? <laughs> they could have done themselves so many favours if they just kind of just lowered it down a bit, just gone a bit more kind of knockabout and fun. Hey, we're not really the Champions League, but we're still, you know... Cool and groovy. And if England get walloped by Spain, as I think they probably will do tonight, uh, then I've got no time for it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the tune is off. Because you described the tune as one of, like an earworm or something, didn't you? An earworm. Yeah, that, that, that little bit of hook, the, the little hook that they go, where the Nations League, that is jammed in my head. Uh, that's another podcast. Subscribe and download and whatever, and we will see you on the show tomorrow.